Hey, what's happening, my friends? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. It's uh, August 5th, 2020. Pretty nice day today. Sun is shining. After a freaking really shitty day yesterday where that uh, Hurricane Isaiah came through. And, or what remained of it him or her, whatever the fuck kind of name that is, and Isaiah, right, so we had friggin' eight inches of rain in, I don't know, five hours, and we had winds, not horrible, but some tornadoes came through, flooding, we had a couple, some lives lost, uh, we had a lot of shit wrecked, a lot of basements flooded, one more problem that we don't fucking need, you know what I'm saying, this bullshit, so uh, fortunately, Mother Nature gave us a little break today, allowed everybody to dry out, maybe uh, clean up after that, and my heart goes out to anybody who was flooded and affected by this, by this storm, okay, speaking of flooded and affected and uh, water and all that shit, A bunch of Marines, eight Marines went down in an Amtrak. An Amtrak is what we call an amphibious tank or an AAV, like an amphibious vehicle. It's like a tank, but it, it floats. So a tank that, that's got tank treads and got some friggin' guns on it, like a 50 cal or a Mark 19. So, heavy machine guns, and it's got some armor, and it's got this big area inside the belly of the beast, so to speak, that it holds passengers. So, about a dozen to 15 Marines and sailors typically have a corpsman, so a a naval um, medic that is attached to the Marine Corps unit. He was also among the deceased, so... Some sort of accident transpired when this this Amtrak splashed, quote-unquote, off of the back of uh, a ship. So that's the way it works. you got a big naval vessel, and it's got uh, carrying all of its maybe a couple thousand sailors and marines, weaponry, all their gear and all that shit. And it's got this place called the well deck. And the well deck is in the back, the ass end of the stinking uh, boat. And what it is, is it's, it's this area, kind of like the tail, the uh, bed of a truck. And when it's got all of the, in the bed of that, that truck, in that well deck of the ship, there are maybe a dozen, I don't know, maybe 20 Amtraks in there, like little fucking cars, like little Hot Wheels cars or something. And they're all crowded in there, parked real close together. During the day, or when you're not tactical, the the back of that ship, where the uh, in the well deck where the tanks, the amphibious tanks are are hanging out, it's bone dry. Okay, it's like a wooden floor, a thick wooden floor, and you can go out and work on those vehicles, get them prepared for action, all that shit, and. 
prepare for when it's time to launch an operation. When it's time to launch an operation, me and my buddies, my Marine buddies, we freaking get all our gear, we load it carefully onto that Amtrak. And then we pull up a couple miles off of the coast of wherever we want to do an amphibious landing. And what we do then is that the back end of the ship, the well deck starts to fill up with water. It'll start bubbling and water going shh. And it's filling up. It's like a bathtub with water. So now these tanks are about a third of the way submerged. At some point, they stop flooding the well deck and the tanks are just barely touching on that floor. And they're kind of bobbing around a little bit. They open up the tailgate the back of the ship actually opens up to like a tailgate of a truck and these little amphibious tanks they jump off we call that splashing so you know the front of these tanks it's beveled kind of like a boat so it's amphibious it's or it runs on land and on sea so you can take these amphibious tanks and you can splash them off the back of a boat and you can pull right up onto um, a beach and shoot it up and come to the objective and then me and my buddies the back end of the, the Amtrak will fold open and turns into a ramp and then we run out and shoot everything up and save the day, ideally, right? So these eight Marines and sailors they perished in some sort of training operation off the coast of California, uh, you know, something happened, and they were in about 600 feet of water, depth-wise, and the vehicle wound up on the ocean floor, so something happened, something malfunctioned for that to occur, because the thing about these Amtraks is they are tanks, so they're heavy. They've got some armor, but not like the armor of a of like an Abrams tank or something like that. They've got maybe light armor, maybe medium armor. I think you can add on to that depending upon the type of environment you're fighting in. But you don't want to have too much armor, too much weight if you're plunging into the sea from a ship. So, these tank, these amphibious tanks, they've got light armor, um, they've got some heavy machine guns on them, and then if we're on, uh, if we're on land, we can open the top, there's these two top steel doors that you can open up and we can stick our heads out, stand up on the seats and kind of shoot with our little pea shooters, M16s and stuff. So that's what it looks like. But when you splash, things got to be watertight. So other than the pilot, uh, who he'll, he'll actually pull his hatch down, he'll be looking through a glass, like a windshield, I guess, right? And when you splash, everything else is buttoned up nice and tight. And all your Marines are in the back with their weapons and shit. Splash off the back of the boat. It sounds kind of like this. 
and then you crash into the water and it's kind of like a bloop. You plunge in and you go down, bob under the water just a little bit and then come right back up. So if you see the things in the water and they're actually cruising like a boat, they're not very fast. They've got propellers in on the back of them, but maybe they're going 20 miles an hour, I figure. In the open ocean, they're pretty slow. But, you know, it's what we have. Before the Amtrak, there were these, you, you would plunge off the back of a, a boat in a passenger carrier. Um maybe get 50 or 100 guys on there with all their gear and you hear about World War II and stuff like that where they pulled up and they couldn't get any further with the passenger carriers so they just let these guys they said okay everybody out we're getting freaking hit with artillery fire and all this shit so the guys would rush off the back thinking I'd rather have a fighting chance get on shore and they stepped onto like you know into ten foot of water or something like that, died a horrible death because of, they were laden down with all this gear. So it's quite the uh, the challenge to do a ship to shore operation, an amphibious landing. But this is one of the devices we have. It's Amtrak. Now I remember driving around in it. I used to describe it as like you're inside the workings of a chainsaw. It's fucking loud. It's dark. There's maybe one little like green light or something uh, inside, like a shroud, so that you know nobody you bump into it, it doesn't bust. And like a low green sort of light, maybe a red light, something like that, that keeps you tactical. So we're all down in the back of this thing, in the belly of the beast, as I said, sitting on these little wooden benches, and your ass gets itchy. And you got a helmet on, and you're fucking getting thrown around in this thing. Uh, maybe there'll be a little leak of water. Maybe somebody farts, or they got to take a shit. I don't know. I'm sure it happened regularly, although I can't remember these things. Maybe I put it out of my mind. But imagine being one of 15 men with all their gear inside the back of a van. You know, no room to move. If you're a big guy, you're in trouble because you're not, you're going to be banging your knees and shins up against things. It just sucks. And so when we would be tactical, uh, in training now, I served in peacetime, but when we were tactical in these things, we'd drive around for hours while these tanks maneuvered and did their job. So you'd hear their rounds firing off and you'd hear radio talk about, you know, from our commanders and talking trying to maneuver these Amtraks. And so they would have their piece of the puzzle on the huge battlefield, right? You got friggin' this unit coming in here, they're gonna be dropped via helos, and this unit's already in place, and this recon unit came in before everybody and made sure the coast was clear and, and figured out what the ground looks like, and then the Amtraks come in from the ship, and we splash into the ocean, come up on shore, and we take the objective. So we had one of three options in Marine uh, Marine Grunt Unit. You could be helo-borne operation, so fly in in a helicopter, and or you could be a rubber boat company where you were in these black Zodiac boats, uh, 
and you're out in the cold and you're fucking exposed and all this shit. Or you could be in an Amtrak unit. So Charlie Company was an Amtrak uh, unit and where was it? Battalion. Now in the battalion we had four, four companies and each company had a transportation, means of transportation. So we were the Amtrakers and there were maybe a hundred of us and plus attachments and we would travel by these amphibious tanks. And they sucked quite a bit. So, you know, very interesting. Like I said, sounds like you're in the back, you're in the freaking engine of a chainsaw. And there's nothing you can do. You got all this gear on, you're hot, you're sweaty, you're claustrophobic. It's like, you know, you hate the guy sitting next to you, somebody's spitting into a spitting tobacco juice into a spittoon next to you, it spills over, you know, what we drive around for hours on end trying to get to the objective and we finally pulled up, we were supposed to be ready, right? Well, we were so miserable in the back of these Amtraks that when the door opened up and we ran down the ramp, we would have, you know, I would have this guy's weapon, this guy would be without a helmet, um, you know, this guy would come out late, so we we were like so miserable in there. It just it just got you to the point where you're like, fuck it, you know, we're all gonna die. Let's you're almost ready to fucking die, you know. And it was peacetime. You tried to you know, we ran by the the motto that you know the way harder you more you sweat in peace, the less you bleed in war. But uh, was relating a story before, and I'll say it again. There was a time where we were training in the Mojave Desert. They call it a CACS or a combined arms exercise. So you've got, you know, jets dropping bombs, real bombs. You got uh, engineers blowing concertina wire and clearing minefields. Uh, you got small arms and rockets and all kinds of shit, anti-tank rounds that are being used as you're as you're training in this huge desert open area and it's just hot and it's just miserable and I remember at one point we were driving around for hours at least six hours maybe eight hours and I just remember sitting there idling in the back of this thing because they said that there was a a chemical attack when that happens there's certain actions you need to take you need to put on your mask they'll say gas 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 you gotta put on your mask then you got to put on maybe a, what's called a mop suit, which is a charcoal-lined suit, which will protect you from chemical gas and sprays, and it sucks, it's hot, it's miserable, it's smelly. So I had my mask on, and I'm hot, and I'm freaking um, just miserable, and I want to get out of this fucking thing, and they're like, no, you got to keep your masks on, so it's straining to breathe. People are complaining about uh, breathing in their little cloth face masks or surgeon's masks these days, right? Well, now imagine you've got a gas mask on and there's a weight to it. It's not, it doesn't feel like much initially, but after a while it gets very uncomfortable and you get like this, I was starting to experience this headache, like a real sharp pain right at the, right at the, uh, right above my eye. It was my right eye. 
and I was like, oh God, this is fucking horrible, this is terrible, I can't stand this shit, and you're complaining and you're cursing to your buddies, but they can't really hear you so well, um, and I just said, fuck it, man, we were supposed to be tactical and there was a chemical attack, I just fucking broke the seal of my mask, I opened it just for a second and got some better quality air unfiltered and if it were an actual situation where it was a nerve agent or something I would have died and it was stupid to do that and on some level I'm ashamed of it and I regret it but fuck it you know it was I was that miserable that desperate just for some some kind of air um, so these Amtraks are terrible that's my experiences but these somehow in 600 foot of water this Amtrak is at the bottom of the fucking Pacific Ocean off the coast of some California island so something must have major must have malfunctioned on that Amtrak for it to sprout leaks or wind up on the bottom of the ocean and these marines are dead and these things happen you know we all knew that it was possible that one of these amphibious tanks could go down there was a little, it's ridiculous, right? Because if the thing actually sank, like let's say it got hit by an artillery round or somehow was incapacitated and started to sink, you're kind of fucked because, you know, you'd have to wait for the vessel, for the, the Amtrak to fill up with water before you could escape that sort of thing. You know, you might have seen that, heard about that in movies. You have to be able to um, equalize inside the whatever the helicopter or the Amtrak that is sinking, depending upon how much it takes on water. You can't just open the doors. You have to wait for the. You might have seen it in like if a in a movie where a car goes underwater and all the water rushes in. Well, you can finally get out once the thing fills up. Then you can unroll the windows, right? New text message from so, uh, you know, that's the sort of shit you deal with. But it's very sad, and I guess they have a, the Navy's hired a salvage ship to, um, You know, pull this thing out of the depths and salvage our guys and our gear and find out what went wrong and in the meantime Amtraks are on a safety stand down which means that they're just uh, nobody's driving around in them right now and that's a good thing so this is what the American military is out there doing taking risks every day whether it's wartime or training um, people can die people can suffer and bad things can happen so Semper Fidelis to these fucking Marines and their Corman brother and love and respect to all of our military forces they deserve it 